0: This is episode 336. Do you break the rules, the food rules, the diet rules, the self-care rules, the sleep rules? Basically, anytime you put some kind of structure in place and then you end up not following that structure or those rules. If that's you, then this episode is one you might want to listen to because you need to think about this problem in a very different way in order to not fail again. Because if you keep doing what you've always done, then you'll get what you've always gotten. And I'm guessing you're listening because you want to get better outcomes, better results and an actual commitment and a result from your diet. If that's a yes, then let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of the show. (laughs) Excuse me. Oh, Sometimes before I hit record on these episodes, standing in front of the mic here, I just rip out some bangers. Now, I can't sing whatsoever, but uh, you know, I like to pretend I can for a little while. Anyway, in 2024, it's my mission to coach 500 people to get control of their sugar cravings and sugar binges so they can stop yo yo dieting, stop obsessing about food, and finally create a body that they feel confident being in. And I want to talk to you today about diet rules. Now, many people, many, maybe you, definitely me, but maybe you too have been on diets that basically just don't last or what happens is that they work for a little while and then they fall apart. And the question is, does the diet fall apart or do we fall apart, right? Because the truth is, the diet is what it is or the instructions are what they are. And you can apply this to all sorts of areas of your life. We're talking about diet rules today, but wherever there is structure and guidance in your life, then you can apply this way of thinking that I'm going to share with you today to that area of your life. It could be the stress management, it could be your sleep routine, it could be your gym routine or your yoga routine or your breath work or meditation routine. It could be the way that you navigate your relationship. When it comes to structure and rules, I want you to consider what we're going to talk about today and how you engage with that kind of structure and rules that are set in any of those areas of your life. Now, the idea here in the diet world, and this is a, a pet peeve that I've got with personal trainers, with dietitians, with nutritionists, with doctors, with anybody that has any type of responsibility for guiding you to be a healthier human. Now, fundamentally, it makes sense that someone would say, these are the rules, and then ideally, you follow the rules and you get the result. That's great. If humans aren't complicated... <laughs> And humans are complicated and they're emotional. And you and I are both emotional people that wake up every day feeling a little bit different you know, and have different priorities and different thoughts. And sometimes we're thinking dark things and, and terrible things about ourselves, And sometimes we're thinking amazing things, right? And so the fundamental issue when it comes to your mindset about diet rules or the rules that you should be following on this diet is that whenever we talk about rules, we're talking about authority. And what I mean by that is that rules are put in place usually by a parent or by a police or by the government or by law or by your employer and what that means is that rules are coming from an authoritative perspective right and so we are essentially and I use this term loosely we are essentially the children or the people that have to abide by the rules that are enforced or you know opposed upon us Right. And so, what it does is it creates this idea in a diet situation. And if you think about your practitioner or your guidance, you know, as the personal trainer or the dietitian or doctor or whatever, as the oppressing force, they're putting rules upon you. And guess what? You've got to think about yourself as a Russian doll. So if you get, open up the Russian dolls, you know, peel the onion, all the you get down to the really, really little one, which is maybe you as a child. And you can call this your inner child. And it's quite literally in a Russian doll situation. It is your inner child, right? However, the thing is, even when you're an adult, that inner child, it's always there. It's always inside you because once upon a time, you in your physical, emotional, and mental body were actually that child. So every version of yourself that has ever existed is inside you. And when you're a kid, when you're younger, and this then happens when you're older, you want to rebel against the rules. You want to push against the rules. You want to test where the boundaries are to see what's okay and what's not okay, what's dangerous, what can I do, what can't I do, right? And so this inner child, it's a little rebel, right? And some people were rebels when they were kids, some people weren't, but there is always a part of us wanting to test where the safety lies where the security ends where the predictability starts and finishes okay so when you get diet rules imposed upon you for many people and this is the reason many people don't stick to diets is that their inner child has a rebellion against this rule because we live in this world that's covered in rules even as adults there's the speed limit. You know, there's the things we should and shouldn't do in a relationship. There's things we should and shouldn't do at the supermarket. There's things we should and shouldn't do at our children's school, right? And we're always being watched by CCTV and cameras and police and our employers and our bosses. There's all of this authoritative rule oppression, right? And sure, we need that in society. But I'm using this to explain that there, it triggers something within you that wants to rebel, Because we're humans. We don't want to be controlled by somebody else. We don't want to be victim to somebody else's system. And then we go to the diet and it's just a repetition of this controlled world that we don't feel like we've got a choice in. We don't have a choice as to what the speed limit is. We don't have a choice as to what is considered decent and not decent in society. We're a victim to those social pressures and to those rules and guidance that's put there by government and police and society and our parents and our bosses And so, we then get to this space where we've got control, which is our food. And we're in control. And then we've got this practitioner that's putting this oppression on us, putting these rules on us. And for a couple of weeks, we follow the rules like the good little child that we are, like the good little human we are. And we're like, oh, amazing. And we might tick a few boxes. And then there's this part of us that's like, unconsciously for many people, you might not have ever, ever been actually aware of this. There's this part of you that's like, hang on. I do what I want. I don't want to have to also follow rules with my food. I'm in control of my food. I get to choose what happens here. And then part of this can be that rebellion, that rebellion against the rules, which is, you know what? I'm going to have a whole block of chocolate because I get to decide. I'm in control. And there's not many other areas of my life that I am in control. So I'm going to exert control. I'm going to rebel against the rules. And I'm going to eat the chocolate. I'm going to drink the wine. I'm going to abandon the diet. And so, this is what happens is that we end up in this push and pull between rule following and rebelling against the rules because there's an area of our life which we wish to exert control. And this is more likely to happen if you have very little control in other areas of your life, okay? And so, if the only place where you feel in control is the food that you get to choose or the stuff that you get to put in your mouth then it's highly likely that most diet situations are going to fall apart, okay? So that's one aspect of this conversation is that if food is the only place that you're in control or food is the thing that controls your emotional state, then it's highly likely that staying on a diet or staying on a new program or doing well for yourself is going to be really difficult to maintain. Now, the other part of that is that we want to get out of this psychology of oppression, parental oppression, like our practitioner is our parent and anybody that's ever jumped on a call with me to inquire about my program or with any of my team members, you will have been told, we're not here to be your parents. And this is the idea that we're talking about right now, is that many people go to the personal trainer or go to the practitioner to be told what to do. Tell me what to do. Maddie, tell me what to do. I don't want to have to think for myself. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. But that is me parenting you. That is our systems, services, programs, coaches. They are basically parenting you in this situation. And guess what? If we parent you, we're going to trigger a rebellion at some point, okay? And so, the other thing that we need to do is we need to shift into an adult mindset. Not a parent, not a child, but an adult. So, an adult, it's not about rules. It's about respect, okay? When you engage with your friend or your colleague, Or your husband or your wife, you show respect. You do what you say you're gonna do most of the time, right? And that's because you're in control of that. You're in control of how you show up in all of those relationships. It's got nothing to do with the rules of the government or the speed limit or what you're meant to eat. It's respect. And so you need to move away from this idea of, you know, the personal trainer or the person on YouTube or the person doing a podcast or my, any of my practitioners or any of my chosen diet philosophies, they are not rule systems. They are not oppressive parents, right? Because they're triggering rebellion in my inner child inside of me. And that leads to failure, consistent failure, because you want to exert control over your own life. So we have to shift into a more mature adult mindset. And an adult mindset means that we're going to show up in a healthy lifestyle not a temporary set of rules or structure that will fall apart eventually when I exert control over that situation. So be the adult that would have a healthy relationship or a healthy structure around their relationship with their partner, their colleague, their workplace, however they show up socially with their kids, any of that kind of stuff. The adult, you need to embody the adult when it comes to being on a diet because guess what it goes from being on a diet to an adult that simply chooses to respect themselves and chooses to engage in a healthy lifestyle and that comes with no desire to break the rules it comes with no desire to oppress the person that breaks the rules and we're in a much healthier place and we're much more likely and capable of sustaining long-term health and wellness over significant periods of time because we're respecting ourselves as an adult. And that is a choice. It's not control. It's not oppression. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. If this, a light bulb has gone off as to like, oh my God, this is exactly why I haven't ever been able to sustain diets, then please share it on social media. Listen to it again. Share it with somebody else that you know repetitively falls over in this space of trying to get healthy and well. And maybe this is the idea or the concept that challenges the thinking about how you've gone about it for many years before so that now you can do it differently. Please share with a friend, share it on social media, five stars, all of that kind of jazz. And I very much thank you for being here. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode or learned anything at all, the gift of your five-star rating would be incredibly helpful. And what's even more powerful is if you write a review. You can do it below each episode on Spotify every time an episode comes out. And inside Apple Podcast, simply find the main page of this show with all the episodes on it, scroll to the bottom, hit write a review, share your amazing feedback, and then hit send. It helps this show grow tremendously and allows me to successfully invite bigger and more famous guests each time we do the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us climb the charts, climb the algorithm and help more people. Oh, and by the way, I have a short disclaimer as well. I just wanted to quickly remind you that the information provided on this podcast is for general informational purposes only. While we strive to bring you accurate and up-to-date content, it's important to note that a lot of this is mixed with opinions, stories, and ideas not supported by mainstream science or medicine. Any advice or suggestions should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a healthcare provider before making any decisions about the health and wellness of you and your family. Remember, too, that what works for one person may not work for another. And just as we promote on the show, each person is responsible for their own health decisions. Thank you for tuning into the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. And now, the next episode. Here it is.